Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, hope everybody is keeping well. So uh, today is the uh, today is the first session that we are trying this out uh, in in lieu of the the current situation uh, with the with the virus and and so on. So last week we had gr the group cultivation outdoors. Um, and this week we are trying out this uh, online. Uh, give me a minute. I'm gonna just try to log in to Facebook on the other machine so I can see your and reply to your comments. Usually when we start off, we'll get everybody to introduce themselves. Uh, but I think we can see everybody online so I'm going to uh, if you all have anything you want to share you can just type in the comments okay uh, today's session is more like a trial so I'm going to just share um, some uh, there's this this thing that I wanted I thought is useful for us uh, during this period I'll be sharing one of the video that I that the Buddhist Youth Network recorded recently, and uh, it's regards to the coronavirus. Last week I shared on that as well. So um, in the Buddhist teaching, um, there's this uh, teaching on the Great Compassionate Mantra. So oftentimes we when we recite mantra, uh, we think of it as just reciting the sound um, and of course there's also some tradition that focuses on the tone the very sound itself um, and there's this uh, also this practice that getting the, the sound right is important um, so in in the in the lineage that I was trained in uh, when we practice the great compassionate mantra uh, it's not simply just reciting the sound because if it's just reciting the sound then we can and probably should get some uh, some recording and just go on playing it you know <laughs> and then the the handphone would attain enlightenment <laughs> yeah but the handphone can produce uh, pitch perfect yeah the chanting but it doesn't mean that the handphone is having uh, compassion yeah, it doesn't mean that the handphone is generating compassion yeah uh, yeah so uh, so in that case how should we be reciting great compassion the, the great compassionate mantra or for that matter any other mantra uh, so first of all why 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 you know why are we talking about this because in this uh, period there's a lot of fear going on a lot of uncertainty yeah so today I'm going to touch a bit on the the teachings behind uh, in brief yeah behind the great compassionate mantra and then the second part I'm going to touch a bit on um, how to how do we in a way do self-counseling you know not just in this difficult period, but I think in a in a way in our day to day. 
if you want to say I want to be compassionate towards others I think we need to be compassionate towards ourselves as well for a start yeah um, and how best to be compassionate towards ourselves if we can take care of ourselves take care of ourselves not in a sense being selfish but take care of ourselves as in um, uh, making sure that we are okay yeah we are well uh, emotionally mentally spiritually yeah so in the Ta Beixing Tolo Ni Jing yeah uh, the when my teacher gave the teaching on the Tabe Zhou, Tabe Chan, uh, he highlighted in the teachings that uh, when we recite Tabe Zhou, uh, you know, usually we have this idea oh, we recite Tabe Zhou, we recite uh, the, like, let's say, the Guan uh, Xin Pusa's name, and then we hope, oh, Guan Xin Pusa come and save us. <laughs> yeah. When we are younger, you know, we are going for exams, then we, we, get, we are so sincere, we chant Namo Kwan Sin hoping that Kwan Sin can help us do our exams. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe uh, give us some tips, you know, like tell us what is the answer, A, B, C or D. Um, and then when we grow up, when we meet difficulties, we also do that. So, but, then my teacher say, um, a lot of people pray to Kwan Sin Pusa. So, but does it mean that Kwan Sin Pusa fulfill everybody's wishes? <laughs> this is a bit tricky, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the the simple answer is um, apparently no. <laughs> yeah, Kwan Sin Pusa doesn't just fulfill everybody's wishes. Not because he's playing favorites, but he considered with wisdom uh, whether helping a person in this way or that way will it actually um, instill in that person uh, wisdom does it help this person progress in the path or does it actually cause this person to increase in greed yeah so um, my teacher used this word Xiang Ying yeah, Xiang Ying. Let me just type it in. I hope I have the Chinese text set up. Xiang uh, Ying. How to? Uh, this machine is a bit cranky. Xiang uh. Ying. Mm. You know, you understand Xiang Ying? Okay, I, I need you all to give me some feedback. Uh. Do you all know what is Xiang Ying? Xiang si de xiang, da ying de ying. So it, in English it means to connect. Yeah, to resonate, to connect. So um, when we re recite a certain mantra or or the sutra or the or the Buddha's name, um, it's important to connect. Connect in what sense? Uh, connect in the sense that our heart, our mind, yeah, uh, connect with that of the Bodhisattva of the Buddha. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ying, uh, Xiang Ying. Yes, yes, correct. That's right. Xiang uh, the Xiang Ying. Uh, not the not the Ying. Ah, uh, the Xiang Ying. The 
let me see the one that uh, some of you wrote uh, the one that uh, Shirley Meili Xiaofang wrote yeah so uh, Catherine Lo asked if I miss part of it is it possible to replay uh, well I I think once we finish then it will appear as a video so you can watch from the start okay uh, Henry T says same frequency yeah that's 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 more or less like that yeah uh, uh, Brandon okay good <laughs> glad that you can actually um, hear the thing yeah so in which case when we recite Da Bei Zhou um, how do we Xiang Ying Xiang Ying with what Xiang Ying with Guan Xin Pusa Da Ci Da Bei so um, those of you who have uh, invited me for uh, like house blessing or sarting or something like that uh, you would have heard this explanation before so in the uh, text there is there's this uh, verse Cinen uh, yeah so so meta karuna uh, loving kindness and compassion so yeah so loving kindness have the quality of giving happiness uh, compassion uh, compassion has the quality of removing suffering yeah. so when we encounter uh, others this too itself Mei Wong asked, is it to generate the essence and qualities of Kuan Prusa? Ah, yes, in a nutshell, yes. Yeah, so, but, uh, how do we do that? Yeah, so, from this verse, together is basically goodwill towards others. Yeah, uh, yes. Tan Mei Li, that's the So, um, when we encounter others, uh, the two together is goodwill. But depending on the state that the person is in, if the person is currently having, uh, let's say, uh, yeah, so no, no suffering and no happiness, then the goodwill would manifest as uh, loving kindness, yeah, wanting to have, let the person have happiness. Yeah, so, um, and, and it is not just a wish, yeah? Uh, when we say loving kindness and compassion it is not simply just a wish but um, it is uh, to the point where we are compelled to do something about it that we are compelled to take steps take actions to help the person have happiness yeah. so uh, that is the ci part but if we were to encounter someone uh, yeah, with suffering, no happiness. Then how? Then it, uh, the, the the goodwill manifests in the form of compassion. Yeah. So, uh, Serin Chu asks, Xiaoming with compassion and loving kindness for others. Uh, yes. Yeah. But first, we must have this quality. Yeah. So. Uh, when we see others suffering, then we, uh, we 
uh, with goodwill, then uh, it manifests as compassion. Yeah, where it is not simply, it's not pity. Yeah, it's not sympathy. Ah, yeah, yeah, you so poor thing. No, but goes beyond that. Goes beyond that to what extent? To the point where we feel compelled to do something about it, to try to relieve that person of suffering. Uh, so loving kindness and compassion is uh, an active state. Yeah, active state. Uh, not just uh, <laughs> uh, not just just thinking about it. Uh, not just a nice idea, but uh, it's an active state of mind where it compels us to change. Yeah. When we say compels us to give happiness, to remove suffering, um, at the end of the day, it's really about changing our body, speech and mind. Such that we, we don't uh, deprive others of happiness, but we are actively uh, uh, pursuing their happiness. And we don't engage in bringing suffering to others, but we are uh, actively engaged in removing others' suffering. Yeah. So, um, now if you con compare with how, um, uh, I don't say you are, <laughs> uh, but when I was much younger, when I recite Kwan Sin Pusa, or Namo Kwan Sin Pusa, Namo Kwan Sin Pusa, Namo Kwan Sin Pusa, um, it is more asking Kwan Sin Pusa to help us. So, <coughs> It is from an angle of, I need help. Kwan Sipusa, you are very kind, you come and help me. Yeah. So maybe most of us start off in this way. But then as we learn the teachings, then we learn, oh, uh, uh, that we shouldn't just care about ourselves, that we should care for others. Then we think, uh, oh, Kwan Sipusa, can you help somebody else? Yeah, so we have we start to have loving kindness and compassion. Yeah, uh, so we we may res we may pray and say, oh, mo kwan sin posa, uzo pao pi tsuke tua sui ping an sun sun pa pa tua tan. Yeah, pray for others' well-being. So it goes a bit further. But at a later stage, then we learn that um, when we recite ta pi zuo, it is not simply about asking kwan sin posa to help. Although, yes, that's part of the process. But even more importantly, we connect with Kwan Sin Pusat's loving kindness and compassion. And we take it upon ourselves to become, uh, in a way, to become like a Bodhisattva to others. Yeah, to become like a Bodhisattva to others. Then it's no longer uh, an external Bodhisattva helping others, helping us. But we become part of the process of helping others. So in the in today's climate, um, then how? <laughs> Some students may wonder. So should we be sacrificing ourselves to go and help others? Um, well I think uh, if you can sacrifice yourself uh, and really help others and you are ready to do that, you know, uh, that's one thing. But if you, if instead, you don't have to sacrifice yourself and can still help others, then maybe that's better, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, then you can continue to help many other people. Yeah. Um, 
So in the recent interview with the Buddhist Youth Network, I shared this um, this application. So a very direct uh, application of compassion for others is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how true, uh, but I heard that nowadays in public areas, when you hear someone cough, and then everybody, yeah, have have a bit of that fear and uncertainty, you know. Oh no, is that person having the uh, the COVID nineteen virus? Yeah, um, I think it's understandable. Yeah, uh, understandable. Uh, a show of hands. How many of you are afraid of dying? Uh, you all can leave a comments. How many of you are afraid of dying? I don't know how real time <laughs> is the comments are. So if you are afraid of dying, then you can, I don't know, uh, wave or write something. Oh, no response. Uh. So nobody is afraid of dying. Not afraid. Oh, sister Yong is not afraid of dying. Shiwei Chen Chen Shiwei, afraid of dying and living dependent selfless. Mm. Uh, I'm not here to. <laughs> okay, I I think some of you may not be afraid of dying, yeah. Um, but I'm not here to to tell you to be, to not be afraid of dying or to be afraid of dying. I'm saying it's understandable if you are afraid of dying, yeah. Mm. So. Uh, but the question is, uh, if all of us were to succumb to this, yeah, not the virus, but succumb to this fear, um, and we end up, um, we end up putting up walls, trying to protect ourselves and ourselves alone, and maybe our family, then sometimes that can actually end up. Um, causing more harm than not, yeah. So in the interview, I I shared about how when we hear someone cough, uh, instead of connecting with the self-cherishing uh, ego, yeah, why are we afraid? It's because we are attached to this existence, yeah. So. Uh, when we when we are afraid in this way, compassion cannot arise. So instead, if you hear someone cough, try to listen and connect with the suffering that is behind the coughing. Yeah, because whether the person is um, coughing because of normal cough or because of the virus, uh, the person is suffering, isn't it? Yeah, the person is suffering. So. Um, this is not easy, uh. <laughs> uh, but this is one one way that we can practice compassion very directly. That when you hear someone coughing, instead of fearing for our own safety and that alone, but to consider behind the coughing, there's actually suffering. Now think about it for a moment. If a person, even without the virus, when people are coughing, they, are, they must be quite uncomfortable, that's why they cough, isn't it? 
Yeah. Uh, so this is a very direct way for us to to develop compassion for others. Yeah. Uh, does it mean that then we don't we don't take care of ourselves? No, we do. I mean, you think about it. The doctors, the nurses, um, they are caring for patients, but they they still wear protective gear. Yeah. Oh, hello. Why do you all come in like that? No, no. Hey, hey, hello, hello. Don't go by that side. What? Please. Uh, you mean you all just walk in? No, Okay. Can you all wait outside? <laughs> oh boy. This is so interesting. Why? Why is it that? Is is. <laughs> Why is it okay for people to just walk into people's houses just like that? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, where was I? Ah, yes. So, consider this: when people are coughing, um, there must be uh, suffering in them. That's why they cough. Yeah, that's why they cough. Yeah. So. Uh, this is one direct way we can practice compassion. Yeah, one direct way we can practice compassion. Mm. So, when we recite, let's say Tan Pei Zhou, or we recite, uh, huh? cannot see your face. Hmm? Is it? Can you all see? Can you all see me at this point in time? Can you all hear me? Pusa or we recite uh, initially we we pray just for ourselves then we pray uh, also for people around us I think that's a good start uh, but eventually then it is to connect with this quality of love and compassion such that it's not simply about us not simply about my who and who, yeah, but to consider, um, to try, <laughs> to try to say, hey, let me be a, a bodhisattva for others, yeah, let me be a bodhisattva for whoever is suffering, yeah. Uh, I think. If we were to succumb to uh, fear, if we were to succumb to uh, worry and anxiety, I think uh, we would have lost the battle. Uh, we would have. Uh, we wouldn't. We would not need the virus to attack us. We we would have perished ourselves. Oh. Uh, I was hoping to share a bit more on the. Uh, on the other aspects, the, the part about self-counseling. Uh, we have about five minutes more. Let me just go and attend to the, the Siapusa volunteers. They are here for uh, a meeting. 
Give me a minute. Okay, so there's uh, another three minutes left. I don't think I can have time to cover what I want to cover. So um, what I'm going to do is, uh, if you all have any questions to ask, uh, you all can write in the comments. Yeah, uh, And then I'll try to answer one or two questions uh, before we finish. Any questions? No questions, you all have to write down no questions. Then we'll wrap up. Ah, okay. So Queenie Lim uh, mentioned about how there are people who shun the frontline team and move away or avoid them. Yeah, uh, I think this is very sad uh, because these are the individuals who are actually serving the general public, putting themselves in harm's way. We can say that they uh, that this is their job. We can say that you know who ask them to choose to be nurses and doctors. But even nurses and doctors can always quit, you know? Yeah, they can always say, oh, I go on MC, oh, I'm not feeling well, so I don't come turn into work. Yeah, they can do anything. Yeah, but for them to choose to continue to work, yeah, um, and oftentimes in even tougher uh, circumstances than usual, I mean, already, I hear from my students who are in the medical uh, industry that whether it's doctors or nurses, the the working conditions is not the easiest. So um, I think now it's even tougher. Uh, so I think the least we can do, if we cannot help, is uh, not to um, shun them. Uh. So Brandon Brandon asked the question. I listen to venerable masters on YouTube who say that one of the main reasons of current epidemic is due to the collective karma of excessive killing. Um, <laughs> whenever this question about karma comes up, I always have two, two answers. Number one, I, I don't know. Uh, number two, I can, uh, I can, what do you call that? I can uh, speculate. Based on the teachings, I say that I don't know because I haven't reached the state where I can see the function of karma. Yeah, I, I don't claim to have that ability, um, and I suspect most teachers, most uh, venerables, uh, are saying that based on uh, the teachings. Yeah, uh, but there may be those who can directly see the collective karma. Yeah, I, I, I have this respect for those who can. Um, because for every for every uh, catastrophe, disaster, natural or otherwise, uh, we all try to find meaning in it. And every um, country, every uh, religion, every race, we have our own answers for them. In Buddhism, there's this uh, like a 
black box, yeah, karma, like the one size fit all. Anything that you can't explain, say that it's past karma. <laughs> That's quite, I don't know. Um, I am not saying that it's not, but it seems quite convenient. Yeah. Um, I I honestly don't know, but what I do know is. Uh, at this point in time, whoever contract the virus uh, is suffering. The family members and friends uh, would be worried. Yeah, that, that we all know. So I think um, as to why it happens, maybe to me it's perhaps not so crucial. We should give them our care, our support uh, and uh, do what whatever it takes yeah, to, 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 to help them. Oh. Uh, but yes, um, there's, a, there's a common, uh, there's a common uh, in a way, belief that um, those, those, uh, those epidemics and disasters that affect large scale, on a large scale, uh, are usually attributed to collective karma. Okay, let's see. Uh, yeah, quite a lot of people getting paranoia. Mm. All right, I think that's it. Uh, if there are no other questions, let's put our palms together and we'll do the dedication. Yuan Xiao San Zhang Zhu Fan Nao. Yen